I know. <laughs> so what you been up to? Well, I have been at home today. You know the feeling where you've been working over and over and like every day it just became repetitive. Like you wake up, you go to work, 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 work. Then the whole time you're at work, you're thinking about the house. And then after work, you close, you're coming home, you get home and then sleep. <sighs> Cycles, I mean, it becomes like a whole scheme of like, wake up the next day, you're in a hurry to, to get to bed, in a hurry to wake up. Hey, just something. And so today, today's podcast is on circles. No, not guys, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. it's not circles. But then, as like a, a believer, how do you merge? Like, people ask me that question. How do you merge actually a cycle with what you're supposed to do? Like, I mean, people know about callings. And you know that, okay, I'm supposed to, I'm in this earth. Like, there's a reason why God created me. Like, why God put me on this earth. Like, I mean, you read the Bible, you see verses like Jeremiah. And it says, in, like, the verse in Jeremiah says that, like, I knew you before. Like, whilst you are even in your mother's room, I knew you. Like, and I ordained you as a prophet. And then there's verses, like, verse there in Romans chapter 8, where it talks about how we, um, how do you call it, he predestined or he foreknew us. That means that there was something already that was spoken about about me but here i am on this earth and my life is in cycles and i don't seem to be doing that thing that i was supposed to do how do i get that done like how do i get to the point where it's not just about cycles how do i bring fulfillment into my life I mean that's like it's a hard-hitting question it's like a question that like you pause and consider so like i mean the bible says Selah. so at this point i'll say pause and consider <laughs> okay so let me tell you something every second can be used for something like everything like first things first you've recognizing that you are in a cycle is like one of the best things to break the cycle like if you don't recognize the cycle it can go on and on and on if you don't recognize the cycle just go on and on and on and to think that said cycle could just take over your life i'm telling you it can it, 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 it that in itself can be like stressful but as you recognize that you're in the cycle congratulations step one is done now step two as a believer we believe in the power of words so now you've recognized that you're in a cycle speak to that cycle speak life into that cycle in the sense that you've like realized that okay this keeps happening to me what do i do you don't sit down on it you actually speak to it in the sense that you're speaking order into your cycle now the matter of righteousness as a, um, a believer 
not that I'm doing, I'm not doing what I'm not supposed to, I'm not sinning. No, righteousness is that you are walking in the path that God has predestined for you to walk in. So you speak righteousness into your days. You wake up in the morning, you realize the cycle. You are speaking that okay, the activities that go on in my day are not just normal activities. No, they're actually activities that are supposed to be leading into this calling that I'm supposed to have. So you are speaking words into your day. Trust me, as little as just saying, even confessing those, I walk in righteousness, or I am I am breaking cycles, that alone in itself can really go a long way to affect the things that happen in your day. Now, James talks about how the tongue, right, is a, is a little fire, like, it's like the steering, um, let's say, he was talking about a ship, but then I'll use a Mercedes Benz, it's like the, it's like the Benz, like, you know in Benz, right, the, the, the logo for Benz is like, it looks a bit like a steering wheel, right, so, like, it's like that steering wheel in your Benz. Without the steering wheel, the car is almost, almost useless because, I mean, which direction is it going to go? And so you have to steer your days. You have to steer your days. You have to direct the flow of your days. If you keep going around in circles, it's because you're not saying anything to your days. If you want to break that cycle, you have every single thing. And let me tell you how amazing it is. It's not just you speaking and there's no power. No, we believe that as Christians, right, we actually have the Holy Ghost on the inside of us. Meaning that we are that temple of God. Whoa. Isn't that crazy, guys? So when we speak, we're not just speaking ourselves, our essence. We're actually speaking the Holy Ghost into our days. So, whoa, how can the cycle continue if I keep speaking Holy Ghost into my days? Guys, that's amazing. Like, I mean, that's really amazing. So I I said, one, first, recognize the cycle. Two, speak into your days. Three, you realize one thing that you need to know is that there are a lot of things that work to and against the believer so you've 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 spoken into your days and you're still not seeing the effect that you wanted to continue speaking into your days hey it's as simple as that too it's literally as simple as that and so there's this song i really love it um it's by jonathan McReynolds. it says it's called cycles like i'm not going in cycles he was confessing and speaking and saying that's okay no i'm not going to continue living like this I'm not going to do this until I die. No, I'm going to be the salt of the earth. I'm going to be the city set on the hill. It's as beautiful as that. And guys, I'm not going to make this drag on for too long. But what I I need you guys to understand is that, see, it can't be stressful. It's not like I don't understand you. I understand you. I really get you. But sometimes, eh, we just need to sit down, analyze, and move. Like, just that sit down analyze and move because charlie we for not stay <laughs> oh guys i mean i even feel refreshed saying this myself because it makes me like realize actually i mean i notice that people are in a rush all the time to do the same thing to knock to complain about stuff though things are not going my way things are blah 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 i keep seeing the same okay what are you doing about it what are you doing about it fam anyway God bless you for listening to me today. This has been Cycles with Tiffany. And I need to get a name for this podcast. So maybe, probably in episode 3, I'll find a name for this podcast. But yeah, I'll meet you on the flip side. Adios, guys.
So you know that thing where people come to you and be like, okay, so none of this really to be upset or don't get angry, don't be sad, don't be overexcited, don't be too dumb, like you're just there. Like a lot of things, like people always be telling you what not to do and not what to do. People always be like telling you where, where not to end instead of them to tell you where to go. You just won't even say it. You just won't say it. Yeah, I'm sick of that. <laughs> sick of that. Because then if you tell the person what not to do, the person ends up asking the question, so what do I do? Where do I go next? What's my next movement? Don't know that. that so many people are lost and confused and just all over the place with no aim, no direction, no nothing. It's just it's not a it's not a thing for me anymore. It doesn't feel good to me. It doesn't feel good to me. To take me out of a place to make me move out of a thing. Tell me where to go. Tell me what to do. That's what to do. Let's focus on the the positives, not the negatives. Let's they say um, you see in places like the desert to see what you want to see like for example someone walking about in the desert right will probably seek to see an oasis because if they see the oasis means water which means satisfaction of thirst right and so supposedly a mirage is something that your mind produces to give a certain level of satisfaction or hope of satisfaction find that interesting actually now to what let, let, let's get let's get right into it right let's, let's let's go straight into it do you think like let's 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 be honest here let's be honest like let's be 100 honest here do you think that everybody not only people in the desert that are sandy all over kind of lives in their own personal mirage i think so i think that what has been known as reality to people is actually a mirage i think that people who people have gotten used to a certain kind of life that produces things for them to walk inside i mean with a mirage you can see it can be that detailed like it could be that detailed 
Now, what am I getting to? Am I here to shoot shots at people to fire people? No. Absolutely not. There have been a lot of instances where I have felt things or projected certain mirages onto other people, but that's not their reality. So the question then comes, what is reality? What is truth? What is real and what is not? How can we tell that this thing is something that is to last? Because a mirage can just disappear within seconds, like it's gone, and it robs you of that euphoric feeling of, oh my God, finally, something to cling on to. Mirages don't last. And so, what is real in this world? Of everything that seems to be passing by, what stands the test of time? What, what is going to be there in the end now let's go let's 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 do this for example say you grew up in affluence and riches used to having three course meals a day regardless of whatever was going on outside Economic crisis, whatever. What was real to you was that morning breakfast, afternoon lunch, evening dinner, because this is your circle, this is your world. But to somebody else, being invited over to your house for suspended day, it wouldn't be real for the person because that's not what they are used to. But what is the real truth? Reality should be something that defies different circumstances reality should be something that is constant for every single person reality is not to be for one specific set of people what is real with these people must be real with another set of people that's what makes it able to stand the test of time because you ask one person this thing they can vouch for it the same way the other person can so let's try for what is real let's try for what is perfect let's try for what can be there forever and so far there has been nothing that has been able to stick whether it be friends family in the long run not that they disappoint you no it's not intentional but they don't stand the test of time all the time there's been one thing that I have come to know that stands the test of time that's always there. Always. Always. And it makes me grateful. Not only just grateful, but also content in a way because it makes me realize that, oh, wow. When all else fails, not that this is a second plan or backup plan or plan B. No. No. This plan was there from the beginning. And so, just as I said, the way your mind can produce a mirage, let's look well. Let's, let's, let's let the, the, the haziness clear off our minds and choose to see what is real and standing right before us. I don't know what exactly is the same situation that's going on with you, I don't know. But I do know that today, let's not force a mirage on 
to somebody else or even unto ourselves let's seek the reality what is real what is real not in the sense of oh let's be real because let's be real no what is let's be real no no there is a a place we get to where all other things fade and it's only in Christ that we can reach that place and so today I came with something calming something beautiful something soothing <laughs> let's be real or maybe not <laughs> this has been Tiffany with Circling with the Cycles peace So part two of mirrors and mirages. In the last segment, I was describing to you all what it meant to be in a mirage or to see a mirage. I didn't really talk about the mirrors, so let's get into that. Now, I don't know about you guys, but almost every single time that I pass the side, a surface like a reflective surface unconsciously I stop and look at myself wait before you guys say that this is me being full of myself no I don't think so I mean maybe but no there's something about the surface that calls you to look in it but the thing is that sometimes when you look at this reflective surface, whether it be a mirror, a glass, window, whatever it is, when you look through it, you can forget how you look like. So you have to like go and come back and be like, okay, check your shirt. Is your hair on fleek? Like, is your face fine? Like, why? Why do we do that? Because every man, whether they know it or like it or not, in a way, likes to know what's going on with them whether on the outside because it just tells or shows a state of what first what people are seeing and also what is going on on the inside and so i've heard this thing where people say that people dress like how they they feel so if they're feeling really rugged and like I don't care about life and things. It probably show up in how they look because they can't be bothered to like take the time to dress up because there's stuff going on with the inside. So a mirror can be that like powerful because it's literally showing a man or even giving a man a certain realization of who he is, what is going on outwardly and even on the inside because as I said, What's going on, on the inside is directly reflected by what's going on on the outside. And so stuff going on, on the inside influences the outside. So you pass by this reflective glass and you see yourself being like, whoa, I look good. And you realize, and it just boosts you up on the inside. Like it just makes you feel better on the inside. And like, I'm put together. Other people too, maybe you may say that, oh, not everybody dresses like how they are feeling because they actually want to keep that impression and like they don't. Mm-hmm.
they don't want to show everybody what's going on the inside true but said person knows when they look on the inside they look in the mirror and they look at their life can't believe i've covered up everything that i'm going on the inside so indirectly there's a relation between what's going on on the inside coming out on the outside the let me not sway let me not change the subject let me let me not switch out so back to mirrors i mean so sometimes like ideally going straight into the word of god and everything bible says don't be like the man that looks inside a mirror and he walks away and he forgets how he looks like meaning that there's something about a mirror that's supposed to give you a realization that sticks for life not like a mirage right a mirage is produced from the inside out gives a euphoric feeling that doesn't last but the mirror the mirror is supposed to give you a state show you where you are at and permanently keep you in that state so you saw yourself in the mirror you had red lipstick the next time you look anywhere or when you're walking about you have the knowledge of the fact that okay my lips are red because this is what you're seeing this and the mirror is not lying to you unless the mirror is faulty and so the question guys is which mirror are you looking to what is this mirror that you're looking to now scripture says beholding us in a glass we're looking into at a certain image and as we look at this image we're being changed from glory unto glory so you guys check your mirrors go and if your mirrors are dusty there's this thing that we used to do in high school right we'll put powder on the top of the mirror and we just like wipe it wipe it wipe it and after it's done like it shines it literally shines you all go go powder your mirrors go powder your mirrors like literally <laughs> but for real the word of god is to be that only mirror that you look into that changes who you are the word of god is supposed to be that place where you go to actually realize everything that is on the inside the word of god is not a mirage it is what is the most real so i said in the other segment that you may feel certain times that there are some things that just don't last and are not permanent your mirror on unless you're not looking in the mirror you won't be aware of who you are but as long as you're looking into the mirror you know everything that needs to be fixed because when you look in the mirror i mean why do they put a mirror in front of you when you're brushing your teeth but like why do people use mirrors to brush their teeth right? because they want to see properly to remove everything that needs to be out of their teeth right exactly so the mirror is to take you onto a particular stance and that is the word of god that we have you know y'all <laughs> me even speaking like saying this it just makes me elated because it makes me realize okay actually every imperfection is going to be fixed in the long run because i know that my mirror is the word of god and the word of god is seeing me as perfect so god bless you guys have an amazing day and keep in mind mirrors not mirages